0: Welcome to the She Grows podcast. Today, you'll get to hear from Danielle Doss. This is her message from our October gathering, The Table. You'll hear her heart on community, connection, and how it relates back to the Father. You'll also hear a bonus conversation from a group of women who got to talk through some special questions Danielle had for the group. Here's Danielle.
1: Okay, so... For as long as I can remember, I've always wanted a sister. I grew up with three brothers, and I think you just always want what you don't have, right? Like playing Barbie dolls, or does anybody remember like Mall Madness? Well, it just doesn't land whenever you're playing with a bunch of brothers because, well, they're not fully invested into it like you want it, right? So the idea of having a girl best friend has just always carried some weight for me. And I didn't really understand it, but I think there's probably a good bit of women in here that said, yeah, I would love to, to find my people. I would love to find my girl group. And so just the idea of always having like that sister, that best friend was always something that was super close to my heart. But Sometimes we're just a little bit awkward, right? And, like, we don't know how to be friends, and maybe we don't really understand, like, some good rules of friendship. So, I want to kind of go over just a few, and then we're going to get into what God's heart says about community. A friendship should look like being a safe place, having um, trusted value. It should be vulnerable. Uh, It's okay to celebrate someone else's wins. Actually, it's encouraging and it's exciting to celebrate somebody else's wins. It's okay to have boundaries and to respect boundaries. Um, It's not about being just a yes friend. It's about being like, hey, uh, I get what you're saying, but that ain't right, and just holding that person accountable. And it's also about being a friend that's going to speak well in front of you, and behind your back. And I know that we are in a world where that doesn't always happen, but that's why we're here tonight, because I want to show you that there is a better way. Our girls, um, our younger girls, our, our, our younger generations, they have to see us model it well. So not long after Brandon and I were married, we actually moved down to Gulf Shores, Alabama. And yes, it's everything you hoped it would be. I love Gulf Shores so much. Um, But we went and it was just like this great adventure. It's just us two. And Brandon's so awesome. Like he's so great, but he's not like a girl best friend, right? And so I remember going shopping, you know, no community, no family, no nothing, just Brandon. He's not filling the gaps. And so, um, remember sitting in old-time pottery parking lot, like just boo-hooing to the Lord, saying, you know, please, Lord, just send me godly community. Send me friends. And, you know, and it's tough whenever you're exiting out of a hard, broken relationship with a friend and to put yourself out there. But there was something in me that just kept craving to have that relationship. Has anybody else like that? Does anybody else crave relationship? Good, I know I'm not alone. The answer um, about community is like, okay, well, what does that have to do with tonight? Like, why are we sitting at a table? Why is everything shaken up? Like, what's the point? Well, the community aspect actually begins with our father. He actually just doesn't say he is about community. He is community. He's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And he says, the Son exists to glorify the Father, the Father exists to glorify the Son, and the Spirit exists to glorify both. So what that means is that they are helping each other, they are loving each other, they are serving each other, they're not just for the here and now, but for all eternity, this has been the track record of the Holy Spirit, uh, of the Trinity. And so now we've got God that's created and is community, but he has also set an example for us, and he started right out the gate with Adam. What did he say? He said, oh, everything's good, everything's good. Wait, it's not good because you need someone. You need your person. You need that community. So he created Eve, and Eve was there, and it was the beautiful example of what God's original plan for humankind was to thrive in a fruitful community. So why... Are we here in 2022 saying, it's better for me just to, to put a wall up, for me to not be my true self, for me to not let someone in? Y'all see it, right? Like, it happens all the time. I have multiple conversations about um, women just wanting to connect, but then whenever you get to that side of it, it's like, eh, I don't really want that person to see the real me, the behind-the-mask me. The enemy saw that they were thriving in the garden, but he slithered and he started in with Adam and Eve to sabotage just the same way he does today. The same tricks to break down what God's built. In Genesis 3, um, I think it's up there, chapter, chapter 3, verse 1 through 7, I'm going to read. It says, The serpent was the shrewdest of the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, Did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Of course we may eat the the fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit in the tree in the middle of the garden that we're not allowed to eat. God said, you must not eat it or even touch it, and if you do, you will die. You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it, and you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. So the woman was convinced, and she saw the tree was beautiful, and the fruit looked delicious, and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took the fruit and she ate it. Then she gave some to her husband who was there with her and he ate it too. And at that moment, their eyes were opened. And then suddenly they felt shame and nakedness. And so they, fig, they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. There's an author. Her name's Jenny Allen. I don't know. Actually, there's a small group here that's going through a Jenny Allen book, she says this, and it's, she says it best. It says, those fig leaves are still our go-to today, self-protecting rather than moving toward people and our hurt, covering our mess with, I'm doing fine here. We are hurt, and therefore we hurt. And the enemy calls it a good day's work because our attempt to cover shame will never be sufficient. We'll just keep running and hiding and spinning. And this is what's so cool about our heavenly father is that he, he, he walked in the cool of the day with Adam and Eve. Like he, he had communion and relationship. And then there was sin. And because God is just and because he cannot live in sin, he had to send a sacrifice to be able to cover the sin. And so later on in verse 20, he goes on, it's not up there, I'll just say it, that he made clothing from the animal skins for Adam and his wife. There was bloodshed to be able to cover for them to continue in relationship. I just think that's so incredible about our Father. He could have he wiped us all out. He could have just said, you know what, I'm going to start all over. But he didn't. He continued on in relationship because in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 through 5, I think it's up there. It says, oh, excuse me. Before, uh, because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in our transgressions. Before we can ever be a good friend and thrive in a healthy, godly, godly community, we have to understand that no one in this room is perfect. Any, any hands raised here? Okay, good. <laughs> we are weak and we have sinned and we are in need of the power of God in our lives to make us right for the grace of God to cover the sin so that we can be truly free. We don't have to live in shame and we don't have to return, Uh, we can move forward in our calling. And y'all, that's my very favorite kind of person is when there is no more shame, and we don't have to cover up, but we can walk in the calling and the purpose that the Lord has given us because we have that God confidence that we can just be who we are. We don't have to worry about that shame anymore. So why do we say well, okay, well, that's great. I don't have shame. I am who I am. I'm just walking. I'm just struggling along. I've got this, like, I, I am, I'm doing my life, right? And what do we hear so many times? Well, I don't have another minute to add to my plate, right? Like, it's tough to say, oh, I just don't have time for one more thing. Except that community isn't designed to be just one more thing. It's meant to be able to, to, I'm sorry, community is made to weave within the good things that we are doing with our lives and it should be making us better. So it's not a, a have to, it's a get to. It's the good things that come from life out of community. So what if I told you, like, sitting in this room right now, it's on purpose for the Lord. And there are things, like, that happen. You could have chose to sit at any single seat in this whole building, and you chose to sit where you are. And I just know that that's the intention of our Father. Jeremiah 31, verses 31 through 34 says, The day is coming, says the Lord, that when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and Judah, this covenant will not be like the one I made with their ancestors when they took them by the hand and brought them out of the land of Egypt. They broke that covenant, though I love them as a husband loves a wife, says the Lord. But this is a new covenant I will make with the people of Israel on that day, says the Lord. I will put my instructions deep within them. I will write them on their hearts. I will be their God, and they will be my people. And they will not need to teach their neighbors, nor will they need to teach their relatives, saying, you should know the way of the Lord. For everyone from the least to the greatest will already know me, says the Lord. And I will forgive their wickedness, and I will never remember their sins again. Can y'all imagine a world that we live in to where you just know, like, gosh, we don't even have to worry about this, the shame. We don't have to worry about hiding. We don't have to worry about putting up a mask. That we get to go in the way of the Lord, like that genuine community that he's looking for. The truth is that happens. I, I, I want to have all night to give you story after story in my life when I just show up. And I'm like, I see you, Lord. I see what you're doing here. But I want that to happen here. So I'm going to keep going on um in acts chapter 17 verse 26 27 i'm throwing in there's a good bit of scriptures but i really want to just show you the why behind godly community and relationship matters it says god made every man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth having determined the allotted periods and the boundaries of their dwelling place that they should seek god and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him so what does that mean it means we're all placed here on earth for a specific time in the boundaries that we are living in. So what are your boundaries? What does that look like for you guys? Well, right here, right now, it's your table. But when you leave, what does that look like? Is that your day-to-day? Like who are the people that the Lord has placed in your heart to be a, or in your life to be able to, to look a little bit further than just like chugging along? But you can look up and see the community that's right in front of you. Jesus found his people. He had 12 disciples. I'm sure we all are very aware of that. But constantly in scripture, you see where he's surrounded by the crowds. And yet he keeps going back to the 12. And really truthfully, he really hangs tight to the three disciples that are very close. And so as much as it like just, it gets me to even say because I just love everybody, be friends, everybody. But you, it's just not possible, right? So even Jesus says, I've got the three buddies right here out of the 12 that he's really hanging into. But we cannot, we have to make sure that we are willing to initiate, that we prioritize the right people, that we don't surround ourselves with people that um, are just not going to let us have a deep connection with them. And the last thing that for sure we have to remember is that we can't get stuck into the mindset of, well, there's just not anybody here for me. Like it doesn't really work out for me because I just don't click with people. When the truth is there are women in this room right now that can help fill those gaps for whatever it is in your life that you're looking for. So, what do you have to do? You have to be transparent, right? In order to be transparent, that's how you truly are seen. We have to remember, like, hey, we're, this is real life. And, y'all, I'm not the person to get, like, all weepy and gushy. And, and I probably, like, if I see somebody crying, there's a good chance that I'm going to be like, okay, okay, okay. Like, it's just, I'm going to be real honest. I don't handle, I don't cry well. The worst of the worst of things can happen to me, and I'll be like, you know how you could just get like a cradle, just like stick right here? Well, it comes out as laughter, and it's not appropriate. <laughs> it's not... We're talking funerals. We're talking cancer diagnosis. It's like, it's not appropriate. So I really have to like teeter on the the line of being like, I'm going to pray with you. Okay. And then we'll just keep going. But listen, we can't be flaky and we can't build up walls because that's what that stops us from having the good part of community, from being encouraged, from being held accountable, from being loved, from being seen, from being known. We all love those things, right? But you have to risk the pain in order to have real life connections. There's a fun fact. I thought this was really cool. Research shows that it takes 50 hours of interaction to move from from acquaintance to friend, about 90 hours to move from a a casual friend to a friend, and then more than 200 hours to qualify as a best friend. Oh, I know. I thought that was so cool. So we just have a few more she's, and we'll just be best buds. I'm okay with that. (laughs) So this is our hope tonight. We want to add to your time. At each table, there are a list of questions. I would love for you guys to just be authentic, be willing, be available. Put yourself out there. Stay on task, guys. I'm speaking to, to me at the tables. There's We will only have just a small amount of time, and I really wanna make sure that every person is seen and that they get to have a voice at each table, okay?
0: Okay, well you are probably driving down the road or holding laundry or running on a treadmill or something that's not involved sitting in a circle with your best friends. So we've gathered a circle of best friends to talk through the questions (laughs) that the girls had at their tables at the event. Um, So we're going to kind of go around the circle real quick and introduce ourselves and who you're listening to today.
1: Okay, so I'm here. This is Danielle Dawes. I actually got to speak this message. So you're gonna hear my voice a good bit. Yes!
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Brittany Kelly, I'm mom of two little boys, and I'm excited. I can't wait.
3: And I'm Angela Schaefer, I'm a worshiper, and a wife, and a mama, and all the things they need me to be. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. So true. And <laughs> both of you are just incredible at community, so I'm just so thankful oh, that you guys oh, are in here. Yeah. Thank Y'all
0: you. You're yes. incredible at it. Yeah, we've got a great group here today. I'm Jen um, Matthews, and I am the other half of Danielle. <laughs> <I'll leave her> <laughs> <name>. <laughs> and so we're going um, to... um try to make it weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> so, uh, Danielle, what you got for us today? Okay, so we started at the tables. So, these are some good questions. You know, I don't like to just really uh, get into the lighthearted. I want to go straight for it. So, Jen, this is such a good question, I think, specifically because of what you do for a living. But I'm curious to know, like, what makes you hesitant to open up to a group of people? Um, I would...
0: Most of that comes down to how in- entirely introverted I am. Yeah. Um, I feel, I guess I don't like feeling very exposed. Um, and I say that while at the same time, I'm an open book. When it comes to a one on I'm I'm very always really happy for God to be able to use what's going on in my life and my story. But like in a one-on-one conversation or something. Right. Um, it's that feeling of being, I guess, being vulnerable mm-hmm. and I'm a 1 on the enneagram and so I just feel like everything's always got to be right in order so to not be able to communicate that things are right in order does not feel mm, good that, to me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's true. Yeah. I really understand what you what you think. I'm a contradiction. So <laughs> I think for me I'm hesitant to open up because I want to so much be known but I don't want to be misunderstood mm. and yeah, I typically say things that are crazy. That make people <laughs> misunderstand me. I'm like, that's, why did I say that? So <laughs> when I do replay trust it in my your mouth. head multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I could tell you at least five times last night that I was like, why did I say that? I, say that? <laughs> <laughs> I story of my life. Yes. <laughs> Insert foot in my mouth yeah. every day. I think does everybody. Yeah. that's
1: everybody. But I
3: truly so long to be vulnerable and authentic. and. Sure. And to really be known for who I am, but I think I'm my own worst enemy. <laughs> yeah, that's fair.
2: That's I fair. think a lot of mine comes from like, uh, I don't know, just like girl hurt, like girlfriend yeah. hurt. You mm. know what I mean? Like, Because mm-hmm. anytime that you would meet somebody new and you'd be like, okay, let's share something about each other. And then you do and you open up and you're vulnerable and then they go over to the side and they're just like, Oh, you're not going to believe what she said. So it's like that hurt yeah, is still yeah. so very big and present in my life. So it's really hard for me to be trusting to other people
1: unless yeah. you're like in my core. Okay. So that kind of leads to our next questions. So and Friendship does take time. Like it's not always super convenient. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is uncomfortable, especially if you're not used to being vulnerable. So what is it that people would miss out on not knowing you? Oh, man. So so much. <laughs> I don't know. Like
2: I just like to like be goofy and like you know just like hang out. I like to just you bring, bring I don't some know.
1: lightheartedness. It's yeah. like Brittany, you're a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. You it's are just nice to be able to walk in and be like, oh, she's just a like it's a, a constant, um, just joy. Yeah, truthfully, yeah. It's true. Thank you. Thank you. Every
3: time I'm around you, I know I'm going to get encouraged, mm. and I always feel better after I leave when I'm with you. Oh, Just so you know, God. it's true. Or Thank I wouldn't you. say it at all, I promise. <laughs> or maybe I would I wouldn't know what I
0: did. Yeah, yeah. 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 Angela, what would we miss out on
3: you? I'm incredibly loyal. Mm-hmm. So once I, I feel like that. you're on my, on my side, you will have to kick and scream to get rid of me. I'm very happy to be a person's first phone call. I am very happy to be a helper. I mean, if we're into the Enneagram, I guess I'm a two. Oh, you know, okay. I, I just, <laughs> I really feel the need to just be helpful in any way. So that's so
1: yes. good. Yeah. Love it. What that a gift good. to have um, a friendship that with someone who is loyal yeah. and mm-hmm. constant. Yeah. That's a big word. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
2: You For have sure. so much wisdom, like just supernatural wisdom. Like I know it's from the Lord, but like every time that you open your mouth, like it is just so blatantly the the holy spirit like it's just so strong and like i just know
1: like whatever she's about to say is just gonna be straight from the lord jim what do you think about that like what would people be missing out on if you just didn't show up for being you um
0: well people i feel like are taken off guard by what i
1: really do have to offer as
0: a friend i'll give you my resume now. Because my personality's one who's gonna call out truth a lot. And sometimes from the outside looking in, well, when that's mixed with introvertedness, it looks like I'm kind of standoffish. But the truth is I care so deep and people don't always realize that. And so to not know me is to not realize that I'm in your corner, like so hardcore, whether I know you closely or not when I'm, my people are my people. And even if you're not, sometimes I'm in your corner and you don't know, <laughs> but like, I like That's to good. call out things in people, but that means I'm calling them to a higher standard, which sure. is sometimes hard for people to hear, but I've never ever done it without building up at the same time. Having so I a feel relationship like, yeah, like them. Yeah. it's yes. always with relationships. Yes. So, um, it might be a confusing. Looking, <laughs> I know, <laughs> it's,
1: because uh, of our personalities are different, I will uh-huh. have women come up or whoever say, "Well, I just don't know, Jen." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "But she's such a gem." Like, <laughs> I, it's harder because you are more introverted. Mm-hmm. But when you are like, when you when you are that person's person. Yeah. And you are for, and it's so easy. It's not like it's a, you have to like get to all these hours to spend together. Mm-hmm. It's just putting yourself out there. Yeah, and Literally it.
0: one yeah. conversation yes. can connect me to somebody.
1: For yes. And it's, they may so not even So don't be afraid <laughs> to go up and have a conversation with someone, right? Yes. Right. <laughs> you never know. That's yes. right. But truth oh, be good.
3: told, when I hear something positive from you or even feedback in a way that, I so appreciate it. And I know that it comes from a good place. And I actually take it to heart because yes, I know that good. if you feel moved to say something, that it's sincere. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I ain't so, got fluff. <laughs> like, we do get a lot of fluff, whether yeah. it's social media or whatever. Not mm-hmm. that I don't love all the encouragement. Exactly. Sure. But, yeah. but to know that it's not just building me up or whatever. Not building yeah. me up. That's the wrong word. If it's just not truly authentic and they're just yeah. saying it to say something, then mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't have the same effect when you're truly telling someone something they can work on or something positive they've done. It just hits different because you yeah. know that they're truly looking out for you mm. and they have your back. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Every now and then somebody's like, Jen, you're being not, you're being so sweet. You're like, no, I don't be sweet. I just be truthful. <laughs> yeah. And it, just it's truthful. either, <laughs> just be truthful. <laughs> it is either really good for you or not. <laughs> <I'm> like, oh. <laughs>
2: Check your heart. Fire. heart.
1: heart. It's <laughs> <laughs> cool. oh, So good. Okay. So the next question is, we're not always good about talking about ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. So what are some things that you are good at? And what are some gifts that God's given you? This is one of my very favorite questions. I'm going to start with Brittany. Oh, goodness.
2: Um, so I have actually been told a lot recently that just like building other people up.
1: Yeah. Which yeah. I never
2: saw that myself. So, like, to hear it consistently, I'm just like, okay, like, just encouraging people and, like, just, you know. I second that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, it's so just so natural. Like, I want you to win. Like, Mm -hmm. I want you to Mm -hmm. see what I see. I want you to know, you know, what it is that's so great about you. And, like, I don't, I guess because we're so quick to see the negative in ourselves Mm -hmm. that you need that somebody in your corner that's going to be like no let me show you let me Mm -hmm. just
1: hold a mirror up to you and just Mm -hmm. show you all these
2: great things about you Mm -hmm. that you need to know and that you need to hold on to yeah you know Mm -hmm. like
1: You know, one time I, somebody said something that was like, well, you're just always going to see the good in things, or you're just going to be, that's your personality. Mm -hmm. And at first I was like, is that, is that like a negative? I don't know what that is. How (laughs) do I think Genuinely, it is a gift that the Lord has given me to be able to call out and encourage others. And I know if it wasn't for the voice of the women in my life Mm -hmm. that were speaking encouragement, I would not be sitting in this room with you guys because I would just have that Mm self-doubt and talk myself out of it. And the encouragement that it's super easy for me to give to someone else, I'm certainly not going to give that back to myself. Exactly. So uh, it is a God-given gift. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: And gosh, just listening to this
0: conversation period, this goes back to the last question, just in general, every single woman misses out on this yeah. when they don't show up for their people because yeah. you have yeah. no people yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah. And to be able to have somebody call, out, this is what people don't always realize they can get out of a relationship yeah. is yeah. that people really truly are in your corner. It doesn't yeah. always have to be. Um, scraping to the top. It can be I need you because I need to you, see I see. Yeah. you see things I can't see. You see things I can't. There's not yes, one thing I can yes. do on my own. Right. But I've got to have the full picture, which is going to be a handful of people at the very least every single time. Sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. This is so cool. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. That's good. Okay. So last question. What's something that you are experiencing right now that you wish that we knew? Okay, Angela, I'm coming to you on that one. <laughs> um. I truly doubt myself.
3: I really do. I am really good at building up the room. Mm-hmm. I'm really good at going to the Lord and bringing him the things. But the truth is, when I get really vulnerable, I doubt everything that I'm doing is enough.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That vulnerability. It's hard, man. Boy, <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. I think we all, as women, as moms, as um you know professionals whatever lane that you're in Mm -hmm. it just always feels good to be like oh you know this is who i am Mm -hmm. but then sometimes we don't get to wear that hat and that is not our our identity right and Mm -hmm. so when we think about okay but what truly needs to be said here what is behind the mask that people need to know to help because listen it's not always going to be rainbows and butterflies Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um you know if we're not being real with people then we're really missing out on the gift of having someone speak life to you. Well, and
3: I think so much of our culture and social media and just the world that we live in is it it dictates that you have to be a certain way. You have to look a certain way, even within church culture. I think depending on where you're at, it dictates that it has to look X, Y, Z. And if it doesn't, then you must be falling short somewhere. And I think it's so easy to see the good in others But when you're in your own walk and everyone's trudging either on that high mountain or they're in that valley and you've got no idea really where they are because truthfully, not everyone is their authentic selves. Not everyone's like, hey, by the way, I'm going through this right now and it sucks. You know, most of the time Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, do I want to do I want to put that out there? Do I want am I ready Mm -hmm. to move to that point? And so I think we have this culturally we have this um, tendency to keep everything bottled in and try to look X, Y, Z. Because if you knew the ugliness that's underneath or what we're really trudging through personally with the Lord Mm -hmm. and maybe with one or two girlfriends, which it should be, you should have someone to lock arms with. The truth is there's so many people that are just kind of drowning and barely treading water. I have that conversation
2: constantly. I know. It's hard. It's so hard. It's almost like a shame thing. You know, it's like, maybe this shouldn't be so hard for me to carry. And so I'm going to hold it close to me. Maybe, you know, the girl next to me walked through this same season season and carried it way better than what I'm dealing with it, if that makes sense. So it's almost like a, maybe I should be stronger because that is kind of what culture tells us. Like we're supposed to be girl bosses. So we shouldn't be struggling with this heavy Mm -hmm. thing that we're carrying. So yeah. it's it's almost like a, a guilt and a shame thing mm-hmm. where it's, you know, mm-hmm. you just tell yourself, like, shake it off. Just keep going. Yeah. Shake it off. Keep going. Like, I should
3: be able to handle this. Right. well yeah. But truth be known, I've heard so many times, God will never give you more than you can yeah, handle. A lie. Sure, that's not true. <laughs> because yeah. when you do get dealt that terrible hand, I can name two, three people who've come in my life and held my arms up. Yeah, I when mean, I thought there's no way yeah. I can get through this mm-hmm. season. And
2: how much better does yes. it feel when you yep. finally say, I need help. And your friends swoop up. in there yes. and help you carry it. Mm-hmm. Because community is healing and it's yes. so important. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got
3: to say, y'all, I got to say this. One thing that really I loved talking about was the fact there was, um, there, there was a conversation about how certain friends are for certain seasons and we may yeah. get really like, I know I feel guilty if I've dropped the ball and I haven't talked to somebody in a while, sure. but the truth is God brings certain people for certain seasons in That's your right. life. And they will always, you know, this person may always be my best friend, but we may not be like everyday best friends. Yeah. It's a pick up where you left off kind of friend, mm-hmm. but man, it's amazing how when you're walking through something, how he'll bring just the right person, yeah. just like you said, Brittany, mm-hmm who maybe have been through that already, mm-hmm. or has wisdom on that, that you just don't have because you can't see the forest from the trees. Mm-hmm. Someone right. that the mm-hmm. Lord knows that you'll have ears to hear mm-hmm. and you'll have eyes to see for just that season. Because mm-hmm. yeah. sometimes
2: if it comes from the wrong person, mm-hmm. it's just gonna go right over your head. Because mm-hmm. right. somebody can stand there and tell you in your face and say, okay this is exactly what you need yeah. to do because, but if it comes from the wrong person you're just gonna be like yeah yeah, yeah i've heard that before yeah so yeah right. for
3: sure
0: that's good i um i guess the, the this past season for me is um i've been kind of walking through the comparison game which is weird for me because um it was weird to identify for me because i think of comparing yourself with other people and it being an outward thing a lot of times you know we do that on instagram all the time with our houses and with um the way our pets look and our pictures and our kids and all the things are you doing this things but and i've never cared at all what i what people think of like the way i do or look or my house. what i just do what makes me happy in that in those respects but lately it's been like a um well why isn't god speaking to me like that or why isn't god moving to me like that or why isn't god and He need to call me on the carpet and be like But wasn't I moving in your life just fine the way me and you talk until all of a sudden I'm like... (laughs) Yup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Like, it was like, it, had to, it was this like big slap in the face. Like Jen, you preach this all the time that you need the differences in each person yes. to be able to receive and finish the picture of what sure. you have. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I was like, but here I am caught in the middle of the very same thing that I tell people about all the time, but it just looks different. It was harder to identify mm-hmm. because it wasn't outward. And we think mm-hmm. of comparison yeah. as like, Oh, am I as skinny as you? Am I as fit as you? Is my hair as nice as Danielle's? No. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
1: One day, I had one good
0: hair day. (laughs) But you know, sometimes we just gotta put a name to the things. And I will call that out all day long. It's putting a name to what's going on. Because a lot of times we can walk through different seasons of shame or guilt or whatever and just feel beat down but if we'll put a name to it and realize it's a legit battle and Mm -hmm. not just a struggle, not just a Mm -hmm. unfortunate thing. It's not like put a name. I'm not one to see a a, like a devil around every corner, but you know what? A lot of times there just is Sure, And there's a lot of spiritual warfare. The more uh, progress you're making in your life, the truth, man. And you just got to call it out. Yeah. And so name something comparison for me was a weird thing to admit, Mm -hmm. Uh, Cause I've got plenty of struggles. I'm not saying that, but uh, that's not one thing that I've ever put on my, I've just never cared, yeah. but there's all different details of your life and you're like, yeah. Whoa. Okay. But that one got me. And, um, just, re- I mean, again, seconding, I think what we say all the time that you've just literally got to stay in your lane. God will speak to you the way he speaks to you. Yes. He'll deal with you and grow you the way he grows mm-hmm. you. And you've got to do that alongside of the people beside you because if they're doing it different, and you're all going to fill in the gaps mm-hmm. together, and it's, it's just so kind true. of a perfect picture.
2: We're yeah. our mm-hmm. own little plants, yeah. and we all need to bring, bring some it to particular it. sunlight. Bring we it need <laughs> some of us need more water. <laughs> yeah, so I know about that life. i <laughs> know not all plant people. Get you, Angela. I like fake plants; they don't die. <laughs> we just got a lot of love on the podcast world. <laughs>
0: keeping it real oh my gosh what a great conversation this has been
1: yeah it's just you know the idea the reality the importance of community Mm -hmm. it really does carry so much weight you know we're all like you said we're all walking through something we're all dealing with something it could be minor it could be major I know just yesterday um you know I had a pretty big blow right before I walked through the Mm -hmm. doors and at first I was thinking well like, there's some big things happening, so I don't really need to go and Like, we're just going to stay the course, stay the course, stay the course. And then it was like, but isn't this intentional? Like, um, the yeah. community, like, that's mm-hmm. what, that is literally rooted in your heart. So yeah. why would you not reach out yeah. and yeah. have women cover you and pray for you mm-hmm. and over the scenario and, you know, the all the things. And so, um, like, we live what we speak and, yeah. and we're walking it out. But yeah. we're also saying on the other side, you've got to, To put yourself out there, have, you know, risk taken, but also you get to reap the rewards of putting yourself out there. And that is God's beautiful plan for community. So good. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's jump back in the room with the other girls. All right.
1: Yay. Listen, the thing about doing life with people is that we're not just going to go from, Just calling each other without doing the real life together, right? Doing life together is the good, the bad, the ugly, the icky, the tricky, all that in between. So, real godly community is not gonna look comfortable, it's not gonna look convenient, and it's not always gonna be tied into this like perfect little package. But we're human. And we will sometimes create checklists, right? Especially in our friendships, like this is what I would like to have in this friendship. This is what I would like to have in this friendship. Like I like someone that is authentic. I like somebody who can make me laugh and I like somebody who who is just gonna just be who they are through and through and, and the good, the bad, the ugly, all that above. But if we start making checklists and saying, this is the exact kind of friend that I'm looking for, well, then we are doing it wrong you have to be able to allow the Lord to fill the gap in that area. So I promise, as you are diving into relationships, as you're diving into community, Allow the Lord to take the right seat, and I promise the rest of it will all fall into play. He is good at what he does. He's excellent at his job. And we cannot allow for one person to be able to take over and say, but this is the the hole that you fill, because that's not their job. It's the job of the Holy Spirit to do the work in your life. He is good. He is faithful. And in Hebrews chapter 10, he says... It says, let us go right to the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting him. For our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean, and our bodies have been washed with pure water. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the firm to the hope we affirm for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to in and, and acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage you one encourage one another, especially now that the day of is returning. Remember that we are built for God. And until he is your father and until he is your friend, you're not going to be able to put people where they need to be rightly placed in your life. And I know that we are looking at a room full of women who are are thriving in a healthy community. And you could be right up here along, cheering on and saying, it's worth it, put yourself out there. But then there are others out here and it's like, well, I've really been burnt. And so I've been burnt and now I'm just gonna put up this wall of protection because maybe there's been unmet expectations. But that is life. Like we've got to go in it together. If there's one thing that is ingrained in me is that we are doing life together in every season. And I know like there are, there, are, there are ways to be a good friend and to have the boundaries, but you also have to put yourself out there. So let's pray, okay? Father, thank you for always desiring a relationship with us. Who are we, Father, that you would do anything that you sent your son so we can continue to have relationship with you i pray for the room the women in the room uh, that are looking for community and real relationship and i pray god that we're able to look to you and to put you in your right place i pray god that for the women that have shame and uh, that have allowed the shame to have power over their life father i ask god that you do the work that only you can do I pray, God, for healing in relationships, Father. I pray, God, that you come in and you speak sweetly or that you speak the right word, Father, into their relationships. But, Father, I ask, God, that you do the work. I ask, God, that you are with the women that are looking for their friend, Um, that they are not quite at the old-time pottery just looking around for friendship. But, Lord, they're here and they're asking, Lord, send my people, send my community. And I ask, God, that you do that. And for the women in this room who want to have the relationship with their father that desperately wants to be in relationship with them. I'm going to ask you guys to just pray along with me. And we're just going to say, Father, thank you for sending your one and only Son. Lord, we know that we need your forgiveness. Lord, we know that we have sinned, we have messed up. And it is because of you that we get to choose you and say yes for all eternity to have relationship with you. Lord, we confess that we don't always get it right. Lord, that we're not the right friends sometimes. And we ask God that you help us in that area. Lord, thank you for the work that's being done here in this room. Lord, we know that it is a Monday night, but it is not by happenstance that we are sitting here. Lord, that your heart for us is relationship. That your heart for us is for us to be connected and not to be into a place where we're not living. to where we're not living to where we're just alone father but that we have connectedness and lord that we get to do life together in the grocery store in in our marco polo in our text father in all the areas that we get to build community in our small groups i ask god that you continue to do the work here as we move forward in jesus name
0: what a great word on community and connection Take some time and let this word sink in and let your mindset be changed by the word of God. If you made a decision today to follow Jesus, we would love to know about it. Saying yes is easy, but walking it out takes community and we would love to do life with you. Make sure to connect with us on social media so you always know what's going on and definitely follow or subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend who you know would get something out of it. We would love to get the word out and reach farther with the word that God has for his daughters. This is one way that we can walk it out together. Thank you for letting us be a part of your day. Until next time, keep growing.